once you start working on clarity, it really starts to open up the choices that you have. Um, and the more clear you are, a lot of times, the more choices you have. Hello, and welcome to the Ryan Watts Life Coaching Podcast. This is Ryan. Thank you for listening. Today on this bonus episode, I have a conversation I had with Heath Hunsaker. And I had this conversation with him last year. Heath is the proprietor of Rise Over Run Coaching. You can find him online at rorcoaching.com. And you can find us online at ryanwantslifecoaching.com forward slash success IQ to get a great new tool to help you assess your success IQ. Uh, so without further ado, my conversation with Heath. First off, like you mentioned, my name is Heath Hunsaker. I'm a certified high-performance coach uh, through the High Performance Institute. And really, what I do at Rise Over Run is we encourage everybody to opt into life. In today's society, there's so many people that are choosing to opt out, whether it's opting out through video games or through substance abuse um, or just maybe just you know going through life. Uh, and and what we strive to do is really to help bring people back together, to help them understand who they are and have them opt into their life to live a life full of meaningful purpose, energy, and connection. Wow, that's a, that that answer smacked me right across the face. I love that. <laughs> so, you know, let me ask you the first question that comes to mind is what what causes people, in your experience, not to opt in? Yeah, I think. Honestly, I think that there's a few reasons. One of the key reasons that I see and one of the very first things we ever talk about is really gaining clarity. It's gaining clarity on on who they are. Um, are they living in alignment with, with who they are? Um, what do they really want in life? And this goes beyond just um, professional success, but it's really, it goes to deeper, like as a, as an individual, what do you really want in life? Um, and then it, I think it also, um, another reason people opt out is, um, in, in today's society with so many social media outlets, uh, and so many ways to hide behind a screen, uh, whether it be positive or negative, we're just missing that human component of connection. And, you know, I'm a firm believer that we are created beings, um, and we're created for connection. Yeah. And I think without having that that real connection with people, um, we start to withdraw and we start to opt out of life and we just start to kind of go through the routine and, and go through the process of day in, day out. Yeah, the, the idea of opting in, like you said, I, you know, I, I look back and there was, there is like a, um, a tendency that I see and, and clients that I work with where it's like, you know, they want to set a track and just be able to, like, go down the track. And it's almost like, um, like well, you're going to be, you know, you're on the track right now. You know what I mean? It's, just, right. it's like something that, you know, it's like supposed to be easy or something like that. And I always remind people it's, it's not supposed to be easy. But I think of, like, my own kind of journey. Like, I was working really hard. So, so. The the, thing, the the argument right there is that opting out, doing the opposite of that, that's hard work too. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, absolutely. I was, I was doing a lot of opting out, but when I, it's funny because when I look back, there was a point where it was like, you know, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna 
opt in. You know, I mean, I, I obviously didn't use that language, sure. um, but you know, I just I was like just letting life happen, and I see so many people. And this is said without judgment. I see so many people living that way. And, you know, I think one of the ways that is the first way that you mentioned is one I still fall into. And I know you kind of coached me on that at the highest life design mastermind sometimes is that uh, clarity. Just right. unclear. And yeah. the way I see it is we don't, because there's so much information thrown at us, we don't think as deeply as we could about things, you know, because yeah. we're like, okay, I'm only going to go two levels deep because we see this piece of information coming and, and you know, you've got to do something different. So you're not as clear on why, you know, and I, I'm trying to think of a good example, but so we don't think as deep. And, you know, then we realize we made some decisions because we didn't really understand something all the way through, if you will. Right. So I think, you know, clarity is, is is huge and i think it's just our kind of the non-stop life that really uh the non-stop you know information cell phones 24-hour news cycle all the stuff that keeps us from being clear so yeah. with that being said what what can you what can you do uh yeah. that, you know one person versus a world of that yeah well, it, i'll give you an answer but it also goes back to something that you said before is that people will often choose to either opt in or opt out. And I think the key word there is choose. We choose to do this. You know, um, we can choose to stay on the roller coaster or we can choose to get off it. Um, and I think that, that having that choice is something that sets us apart just as a, as a species. Yeah. We have the choice to um, stay up late and Netflix binge, you know, till all hours of the morning and then be completely exhausted for work the next day. Or on the flip side of that, we can choose to have a decent bedtime, whatever that is for you, be able to get up in the morning, maybe get a quick workout in, in order to just uh, you know, help our bodies awaken, and then go and have a successful day at work. So I think a lot of it is, is to answer your question of how do we do this? I think one of the key things is it comes down to choice. And it's really what do you want? What do you want to choose in life? Um, and and I, I think that it, it comes back to you as an individual. Um, there's a great quote by a lady named Ruth Casey that said, it only takes one person to change your life, you. And, and it's making that choice. You have the ability to do that. So I think the first thing with clarity is, is understanding that you have a choice, that life happens um, you know, the, the old saying is, is that everyone always said, oh, well, this happened to me. Well, no, maybe it didn't happen to you. Maybe it happened for you. It's a choice of how you see. So I think the first thing to do is really to to understand that we all have a choice. Yeah. And, you know, I think the first thing I think of there is that maybe listeners might think, you know, uh, I don't have a choice. And I remember kind of I had a mindset where, you know, there are some circumstances that, I was kind of born into or whatever, mm -hmm. uh, but it's still a choice. At the end of the day, I didn't realize, and it, you know, it seems so obvious, but I, I was making a choice to allow those to dictate, you know, how my life was going to go. And there's still a choice there. So I think that's, that's really powerful. And I also think that there's kind of this common theme in this where 
you know, sometimes it's it, it's difficult to make a choice. You know, I've definitely been in situations where I'm like, something, you know, for example, has upset me, and I'm like, I'm not going to let this upset me. It feels like very against the grain at first, right? But right. so does feeling upset. You know, so yeah. it's not like not doing it is not easier. So what is, you know, what in your experience, what holds people back from choosing? Yeah. I think what holds people back is really the the mindset, as you mentioned, that, that they don't think they have a choice, that they think this is the way it has to be. And I think a lot of times it's just what's been ingrained and what we've been conditioned to um, in, in our in our life, whether good or bad. Um, you know, whether it's it's growing up in a moderately wealthy family or, um, you know, a, a, a non-wealthy family, a, a poor family. And how I think a lot of times it's it's what's ingrained in us that dictates whether or not we want to make that choice or not. And again, I think it all comes back to clarity. Because I think when people don't want to make a choice or people say that they struggle with the choice, that's a that's a real thing. It's it's not something to to you know brush to the side and say, oh, just make a better choice. I think it comes back to whether or not they have the once you start working on clarity, the ability to have really that start clarity open up in the choices that you have. You know, what do you um, and the more how clear you are clear about that? Because a lot of times, the more choices once you, you start have. working on clarity, it really starts to open up the choices that you have. Um, and the more clear you are, a lot of times, the more choices you have, and it, it can open up the door to so many great things if you start to become clear on who you are, um, clear on how you want to be with other people. And, and just clear, getting, gaining greater clarity on your life overall. So I think people don't choose or don't want to choose because they have an overall lack of, of clarity in, in some, some aspect of their life. Yeah, I think you, you, you walked towards something there that I want to make sure we make a distinction about. And I think it's clarity versus certainty, mm-hmm. right? Because there is no certainty, right? right? And that's one of the things that we all have to deal with. You know, it's funny that I, I, I kind of sum up my college career as the undergrad was kind of, wow, uh, good and bad uh, are kind of made up by these entities. Wow, that's interesting. And then after it was like, wow, there is no certainty. There are just people who can look really confident in the face of certainty. Right. And I, you know, that's powerful. Um, but we all are dealing with this lack of certainty. And I think that's what holds us back from having a sense of clarity. Yeah. Yes. No. And, and I, I, I think you're right. And I think too many times, um, myself included, and I'm, I'm, I'm speaking to myself just as much as anybody else is that I want to be certain before I make a decision. Yeah. And I will put off making a decision or I will analyze and think about it until it's almost too late to make a decision. And the decision's going to be made for me to where if, if I can take all of the information that I have and make the best choice based on the information I have today, I can adapt and I can change as I go along. Yeah. Very seldom are you one decision away from, uh, from fatality. Now, you know, you, you can say drinking and driving. Yes, that's one decision away from fatality. But most of the time, we're not just one decision away from fatality. We're just one decision away from making another decision. Yeah. And the great thing is, is that once we make a decision and go down a certain path, 
it's it's like light starts to shine again and and your path becomes just a little bit brighter every step that you take but if you never take that first step then then you're kind of stuck where you are yeah yeah i think that's the thing too and i see this uh a lot with with clients that I, I work with, they, they, it's like they're they're stuck in analysis paralysis. It's like which path right. is the best, and it's and you know, <laughs> it's it's like well, number one, the first question is who chooses which one's the best in the end. Is, right. You know, it's it's not that. And what the actual issue is is that this inability to choose, right? That's actually what I think is the core there. Yeah, yeah. No, I I think you're right, and I think it's. Sometimes it's just taking that first step, you know, either way. Um, and, and, you know, I've, I've always believed that if you don't take a first step, you're making a choice. Yeah. So you either make a choice to, to move forward one way or the other, or you're making the choice to stay put. Uh, and sometimes that's not the best choice. Sometimes it is. Um, but no matter what you do, you're, you're making a choice to either move forward uh, one way or the other or to stay put. Yeah, so really what I'm hearing is like, you know, kind of stand by and learn from your decisions. Yeah, absolutely. And and as you learn, as you make each decision, as you make each choice, um, more information will, will come to you. So, you know, it's, it's like um, a lot of times with, within algebra, you, you have a great big long problem, but there's, there's steps that you have to take. And you can't skip a step or else you'll miss the entire part of the problem. And so um, it's kind of like what I've seen my clients is, you know what, it's just taking that first step and then having that faith and confidence that, hey, if once I take that first step, more will be revealed to me so that I can then take that next step. And it might be that that next step is a step forward or it might be that you need to take a step back and reevaluate. But the fact that you've made that, that initial step um, allows greater things to be open to you, more information, if you will, yeah. uh, to make that next decision. Yeah, there definitely is, you know, in, I don't know if it's a cultural thing or what, but there's this whole thing that like failure is bad. And I guess, you know, I'm not saying failure is good, right? right? Right. But it also depends on how you look at it, right? Because like you said, if you take a step, you know, and you start by starting, as you're saying, and yeah. then you don't, and then it doesn't lead to success, at least you know that doesn't lead to success. So, I mean, they're, they're, it's right. hard to think of things that way, but it really is, you know, you've got to, you've got to do things so you know what works and what doesn't. Yeah. And, and there's a great uh, uh, thought. Um, I do a, a lot of work as well within corporations and the agile way of working agile project management. And one of the key components there is to fail fast. Yeah. And I love that because if you fail fast, you get that failure out of the way. Now that doesn't mean you go and you look and say, okay, how can I fail? Because you, you don't you don't purposely want to go and fail. Sure. But you can't be afraid that you will fail. If you fail fast, you've got that failure out of the way. Now you can move on to the next thing. And it might be that that one quote unquote failure was just what you needed in order for your next step to your success. Yeah. So fail fast. I I, I use that a lot with our with my clients. Is um, you know. It's okay. Make sure that it's it's not uh, detrimental. It's not going to set you back, you know, ten years or whatever that might be, or, or or something drastic. But it's okay to fail. Fail fast and learn and adapt, and and move on. 
Yeah. Yeah, there's certainly a cost with it, right? So just make sure the cost isn't something you're not willing to pay. Right. right. I think um, you should be, well, maybe we'll, let me take that back and not say pay, but willing to invest, right? Because right. it's an investment. So when you do yeah. learn these things, you know, it's you're investing in knowing the right path and the right way to go. Right. Yep, exactly. So if someone wanted to work with you, where could they find you online? How could they contact you? Yeah, absolutely. They can go to the website, which is rorcoaching.com. And, um, you know, one thing I thought that I would do uh, for your audience is that as we talk about clarity and I talked about, you know, what are ways that you can get clear with yourself, with your interactions, and maybe even your success markers. Because if you know how you've been successful in the past, that a lot of times will help you on your decision-making process. Um, I'd love to to uh, give to your audience a, a simple worksheet. It's called the Clarity Worksheet, um, and they can go to rorcoaching.com slash clarity, and there they can uh, enter in their email address, and they can download this. It's a uh, uh, f- They can fill it in, and they can understand, uh, maybe gain a little bit better clarity as to, to what makes them who they are and, and where they want to go. Thank you, Ryan. I've, I've enjoyed it. Yeah. All right. Take care, Heath. All right. Thanks. Sure. I hope you enjoyed the conversation with Heath Hunsicker. Uh, RORcoaching.com, Rise Over Run Coaching uh, is his company. And a great discussion on clarity there. Check out RyanWantsLifeCoaching.com forward slash success IQ. To get your hands on a great new tool to help you assess your success IQ. And until next time, thank you for listening.